Welcome to The Brave Space, a podcast where we brave the tough conversations together. I'm your host, Stephanie McMillan, and bringing you your Brave Space podcast every Wednesday. So don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe so that you can be in the know. And share this podcast with a friend and listen when you need it most. Now, grab a comfy seat, take a deep breath, for in this space, you won't regret being brave. Happy Wednesday, friends. Y'all, I'm so excited about today's episode with Brave Space. I'm your host, Stephanie McMillan, and I am introducing a dear friend of mine, Johnette Walzer. She is a meditation and yoga teacher. She focuses on mindfulness and also embodies circle work. She is all about inclusivity and being trauma-informed. She is also all about holistic healing and socially justice-oriented. Johnette is the real deal, y'all, and I learned so much from her, from learning how to have inclusive language all the way to finding resources that impact my mental and social health. And you all are going to learn so much from her. So make sure you grab your notebook out, grab your pencil, and take lots of notes. Without further ado, here is my friend, Johnette Walzer. to be here with you. Yes, it's so nice to see your beautiful face. I feel like it has been way too long. <laughs> it has. COVID. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so before we even get started, let's just transition from, oh, I miss seeing your face too, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's just transition from uh whatever we were doing before now and just kind of be present in this moment. So if you will, and if those that are watching, just take a moment to uh, find a cozy seat where you are, or maybe even stand up where you are and um, we'll close our eyes or you can leave them open. We'll just take three deep breaths together, transitioning from, from our day into this brave space. So take a full breath in through your nose. Exhale, let that breath go. Take another full breath in, really taking your time and letting it go. Another full breath in, letting your body relax and melt wherever you are. And releasing anything not serving you as you exhale. And you may open your eyes when you're ready. All right. 
Uh, I love doing that. Yes. <laughs> so tell me how you are doing. Um, seriously, like, how are you? Um, seriously, right now, today, I'm doing okay. Okay. Um, I think with everyone, um, you know, it's a day by day, moment by moment, minute by minute um, experience with everything that's going on in the world. Um, but today I feel good. I feel grounded. Um, I feel really energized. Um, your energy is always so amazing. So <laughs> that's definitely contributing some right now. <laughs> Oh, good, good. I, I can totally agree with that. I'm taking it moment by moment because sometimes I'm an introvert, so I enjoy being inside right now. Like, I'm, I'm not really hating it, but I know that, like, it's good to get out and get some good natural air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just like you, taking it moment by moment. <laughs> so can you tell everyone who are you and what do you do? Uh, so I'm Johnette Walser. Um, I own a business, Pause, Breathe, Connect. And what do I do? Um, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I have so many different passions. Um, I think one of the things um, I always um, give myself title of social worker um, because that's just really core and central to who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. um, and it, Im it impacts all of the work that I do. Um, uh, the ethics and values um, of that profession really um, align with who I am personally. Yeah. And so um, in addition to being a social worker, I'm also a yoga and mindfulness teacher. Um, I am a Reiki practitioner. Um, I hold circle and healing space for individuals, and my business is more focused around those things. Um, I'm a social worker in my full-time life, and then this business, which I'm starting to grow um, steadily right now in a part-time capacity, is more focused on the yoga and mindfulness and different healing modalities. Woof! Yes, all kinds <laughs> of healing. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is the question that we are going to brave together today is, um, you know, you wear multiple healing hats, right? And every single, whether it's full-time or part-time, you are in some avenue doing healing work. Mm -hmm. And we all know that healing work can be exhausting for our mental and physical health. And so I'm really excited to ask you this question and hopefully get some wonderful advice to share with our community. So the question we're braving today is what is it like to brave the art of wearing many hats in, in our community as a healer? And it, it's kind of like this layered question because mm. every single hat that you wear um, involves a different part of your mental and physical capacity. So I, I'd love to just hear, you know, especially during COVID, what is it like right now being a social worker and being um, a, a yogi and mindfulness teacher? How are you feeling as wearing that healing hat right now? Um, you know, just transparently, sometimes it is a little overwhelming. Um, sometimes it does come with a um, modicum of anxiety, but... I'm really lucky in that um, 
I have so many tools available to me that I can access. And mm-hmm. um, being a social worker, I'm really great at doing research. I'm really great at case managing. And so, you know, if I need a resource, then I'm really quick to like hop online <laughs> and <laughs> try to find like whatever that resource is, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, maybe I would like to be led in some sort of yoga nidra or restorative yoga um, to, you know, settle my body and to settle my mind, or maybe I need to um, access some meditation, some guided imagery to be able to do that. I'm really great about, um, you know, tapping into other folks' capacity to be able to Mm -hmm. guide me. Um, I don't always think that I have to be the person to to do that work for myself, (laughs) right? Like I can reach out to others (laughs) um, to get what I need. Yeah. Um, So, so, um, so I feel that I I do have capacity to heal myself and to be healed by others. Mm -hmm. Um, And in addition to that, I mean, it's also just very energizing work. Um, It's work that feels very purposeful, the work that I do. Um, and it also, it brings me a lot of joy. So it's really like complex and, um, and, you know, there's all this like duality to it because, (laughs) you know, it does come with stress sometimes. I think anybody that's a healer probably feels that at times they feel the weight of that responsibility, Mm. but then it also comes with, um, so much joy and, and so much of a feeling of, of purpose and that, this is what, you know, you were put on the planet to do. So, um, so that's what makes it easy for me, um, to be able to do the work. I love that. Last week when Ziddy was on, we talked about the happy entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. how like, you know, the happy entrepreneurs versus the ones that are unhappy because the work that they are doing, even though it takes a lot of time and it's, and it's, uh, a lot of capacity of their mental and physical, they love doing it and they keep doing it over and over again. So it's like being that happy entrepreneur because you're, you're meant to do what, um, what your role with pause, breathe and connect and as a social worker is. So that's awesome. So right now, can you tell us what, what are you finding among just people that you have interacted with between your two roles? And what are you finding is a common theme among people that are going through COVID and, Mm. you know, we're also going through racial injustices in the black and brown community. So, you know, what are some common themes that you have seen recently with people? Um, I think that the most common theme that I have seen has been trauma, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of folks that are dealing with a lot of um, what I would say are like small T traumas or short-term traumas. Mm -hmm. And then there are folks that are obviously dealing with some big T traumas and some chronic trauma, um, some chronic toxic stress that is being compounded. And um, there's really just a need out there for people to receive some relief from all of these things. Mm -hmm. And whether or not that's um, relief um, from, these economic conditions that they're under. And so they may need access to food. They may need access to medical care. They may need access um, to mental health care or whether or not it's that um, they need some form of healing to release the trauma that they are um, experiencing on a day-to-day basis by um, being on social media, by watching the news or personal traumas that they've experienced. 
you know, personal racial injustices that they've experienced or other kinds of violence that they've experienced. Mm -hmm. That is just something I think that's really pervasive right now is the amount of trauma that people are going through, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like um, even when the racial um, uh, protests were going on in our city, it took me back to when I first opened up Rise and Flow and all of mm. the many different things that I went through, not only as a, a Black person, but as a female. And I was just like starting to feel these feelings that I guess I had suppressed from uh, just trying to push through, really. Right. <laughs> But I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling all of this again. And so it is so important to let whatever we have been through, whatever trauma we have been through to like really get it out of our body. Because if not, right. it's gonna, it's gonna be in there and it's gonna come out one way or another. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right about that. Um, and you know, that's one thing that I really try to, you know, quote unquote, counsel people to do is, mm -hmm. you know, to not feel any kind of stigma or burden or um, that it makes you any less to seek out resources, whatever those resources are. And for all of us, those resources are going to be different. What works for one person is not going to work for another person. And sometimes what worked yesterday is not going to work yeah. today. So <laughs> just seeking out whatever it is that you need for your own yeah. personal um, individual mental and physical health to be able to make it. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, um, you know, stigma associated with that. Um, we all want to be in this for the long haul, you know. Right. Um, those of us especially that are um, fighting these injustices on the front lines, the organizers and the activists, yes. you know, I'm constantly saying, you know, if you're, if you're going to be in this for the long haul, you have to take care of yourself. That's Completely. so important to do that. So please reach out. Reach out to me. Reach out to, you know, someone, even, even if yeah. it's not me. Um, so that so that you can be healed and you can be whole in this process. Right, right. So what are some resources that you can like quickly share with um, people that are looking for whether it's like food or uh, financial support or just um, exercise? What what are some resources that you can share with mm -hmm. us? Right. Um, so for food, um, there are some food pantries in Greensboro. Um, I would suggest that people go onto the Second Harvest um, Food Bank website, and they have so many resources on their website mm -hmm. um, about different food resources. So where you can go and receive those resources in Greensboro. Um, for financial resources, I would suggest that folks reach out to their local Department of Social Services or Urban Ministry or Salvation Army. Um, for exercise, you know, I would obviously, you know, suggest, um, you know, rise and flow. I would suggest <laughs> um, people just get out and walk around their neighborhoods, walk around their blocks. Um, yes. Uh, for BIPOC folks, which is um, Black, Indigenous, people of color, um, mm -hmm. Sanctuary in the City in Charlotte is doing some great work offering a lot of like free um, healing Type, type of healing modalities for individuals. Mm. Um, so I would suggest those resources. There's so much out there right now yeah. um, because of us all being virtual and because of individuals realizing that there's a need for um, 
so much of this work um, that I would just say, you know, definitely yeah. just Google even, yeah. um, and, and also like reach out, you know, reach out to people within your circles. People can feel free to reach out to me and I can try to connect folks to, yeah. to resources as well. Awesome. Awesome. And these are good resources even before COVID. Right. And all that's going on because people have been struggling even before now. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. so I'll definitely in the, in the uh, video notes, I'll make sure to include some of that um, information and um, you guys like use Johnette. If you have questions, you know, go to her uh, pause, breathe and connect Instagram and just use her as a resource to find whatever resource you need as well. Right. Yes. People are resources too. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I've recently um, come on as a um, as a Greensboro area coordinator for an organization called the Social yes. Justice Emotional Response Collective. And this organization is trying to connect individuals who are experiencing racial trauma and mm -hmm. violence to mental health clinicians, to clergy, to herbalists. Um, to Reiki practitioners and yogis and mindfulness practitioners. So if they've been impacted in any way by the recent civil unrest, then they can reach out um, to this organization. And if they're here in Greensboro, they'll be connected directly to me so that I can help to navigate finding them um, yeah. the, the healing resource that they need. And in addition to that, I've also been able to help some folks navigate through finding other resources in the community that are not specifically related to mental healing, but are related to more of like the physical healing as well that people need, like nutrition and food and things like that. So that's available yeah. to folks as well. I'm so excited that that now it's coming to Greensboro because from my understanding, did it start in Charlotte and now we're it kind did. Of it I started it. in Charlotte, yes, and yes. I reached out to um, the organizer when I saw that she was looking for mental health clinicians, and I said, we need this in Greensboro, can you help me? <laughs> and she said, yes, and so we just began a conversation and a partnership, and um, she has been really gracious in um, training me in um, making her policies and procedures available to me so that I could start this collective in Greensboro. And now we have about 17 healers that are signed up as volunteers and we've already been able to help some folks in the community. And so that feels really great. So awesome. So awesome. Oh, thank you for doing that and thinking on your toes and <laughs> making sure that Greensboro like has everything that we need. Right. So right. Um, thank you for doing that. So before we kind of dive into, um, what are some things that you're finding helpful during this time for you personally? Is there anything else that you want to share um, as far as business-wise with our community viewers? Uh, so I don't have anything um, immediately upcoming. Um, I've been partnering a lot with my mentor, Michelle Cassandra Johnson of Skill in Action, and um, have been partnering with her on some different endeavors. Um, some retreats and um, um, have recently come on as one of her guest teachers in her 75-hour yeah. continuing education program. She's a yoga teacher as well. So yeah, I mean, definitely just like stay um, updated on my yeah. Instagram as things um, <laughs> pop up. I will definitely let folks know. Um, and for folks that don't know, July is um, 
Minority or BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to be highlighting people, all healers, um, all throughout the month of July that have a focus and a commitment and a passion for um, offering healing to um, minority communities. So stay engaged with that as well. Awesome. Awesome. So what is, what are the top three things that are helping you get through this time right now? This time, speaking of quarantine, racial injustices, all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is, what's helping you get through? So um, I have developed what I call a hope practice. And what that looks like is just you know, every day I'm doing one or more things that really just bring me joy. Um, you know, we can get so bogged down in, in the what needs to be done and what needs to happen to fix all of the things that are going on in the world and what is my personal obligation to fix all the things that are going on in the world. But we also deserve joy and we deserve rest and we deserve hope. Um, so I've developed a hope practice. And so for me, what that looks like is I garden every day. Um, I really enjoy um, seeing my <laughs> harvest. <laughs> I love seeing your pictures about all, <laughs> all the plants. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I have, I have like, I have about thirty-four house plants right now, in addition to everything <laughs> growing in my garden. <laughs> and I love them. They have I names. It. I love it. Oh my goodness. You have quite the green thumb. I have like yeah. a yellow thumb. I'm not quite green yet. <laughs> so, so yeah, my hope practice, it involves gardening. Um, it involves walking my dog. Um, I adopted a dog in March. My husband and I did. His name is Chumley. He is just the best, most fabulous, most loving, awesome dog. Um, yeah. And I get outside every day. I try to do something outside every day. I know I already mentioned gardening. I mentioned walking um, my dog. My husband and I also really like to get on, out on the water and canoe. Um, and so, um, so fun. yeah, so developing a hope practice, um, rest, I'm, I'm huge on rest. I do not, um, fault myself or guilt myself when I feel like I need to take a nap. If that's yeah. what my rest looks like. Um, if my rest looks like, you know what, I'm not going to engage in anything serious right now. I'm just going to binge watch some trash. <laughs> then I will do that. <laughs> What are you watching right now? Oh my gosh, such awful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there is this series on Netflix called um, called Sweet Magnolias. I'm watching that. I are you it. watching that? Yes. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but it's so good. Is it not the cheesiest thing, but <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> um, I love it. I yeah, yeah, that's that's the main thing that I'm watching right now. And I don't know if you grew up with the Babysitters Club, the books, or the television show. I did. It's back on Netflix. <laughs> have you started it? I haven't started it yet. I have. Check it out. Okay, it's worth it. It's worth it. Check it okay, out. Cheese. Okay. <laughs> Cheese and camp. Check it out. Um, <laughs> so, um, so a hope practice and rest. And then the other thing is, um, I'm just really gracious with myself. Mm -hmm. um, and in addition to being really gracious with myself and just allowing myself to feel whatever I need to feel in the moment to, you know, navigate all of those emotions, I'm also trying to be really gracious with other people as well, yeah. because it can be really hard when mm -hmm. you are in this process of, you know, if you're, if you have a significant other or you have children or you have pets, mm 
Uh Um, you know, it can be really difficult sometimes to be with those people, you know, 24 seven, or if you're in the community and people aren't engaged, um, in, in the kind of practices, health, health practices, safety practices that you think that they need to be engaged in, or, (laughs) you know, if, if things are going on in your job or you're on zoom calls and they're constantly dropping, it can be really hard Mm -hmm. to be gracious with yourself if you're the one that's made a mistake. And it can also be really hard to be gracious with other people if others are the ones that are um, having hiccups or making mistakes. So that's also something that I'm, 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 I'm doing, I'm learning, I'm practicing because it is a (laughs) a practice um, is, is graciousness. I love that, especially because we're in this time now where everything is video, you know, there's the zoom fatigue like, I'm honestly just, like, limiting myself to how many video conferences or calls I do a week because they, for me, are more exhausting than an in-person meeting. It is. And and it's just, like, I have to give myself the time to just, like, okay, I'm going to do maybe three a week. That's right. And that's it. Any more than that is too taxing. Yeah. That's so smart. That's so smart to put a limit on it like that, because you're exactly right. It does take so much energy and effort because I think with Zoom, there are occasions where, you know, you really can feel extremely like energized by the other person. Like I feel that with you right now. Yeah. And there are other times where, you know, it's really hard to to sense a person's energy. And, And especially for introverts, we really we become energized by other people's energies and by yeah. the interactions, you know, that we're having. And so um, it can be really difficult to, yeah. to feel that energy and then to carry on, um, you know, over and over again throughout the course of a day, like these Zoom meetings. Completely. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm oh, checked out. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for all of these amazing uh, nuggets and words of wisdom and inspiration. Um, I've learned a lot, especially about the resources that are within the community. Um, I know that there's resources, but it's always like, well, what is the right resource for me at this time? Right. So it's really important for people to know, like, it's okay to ask for help as you know, mm-hmm. we can't always help ourselves. That becomes exhausting too. So thank you for that. And just thank you for being you and Aww. making sure that the community of Greensboro is, you know, having the resources for people who are healing and especially our activists and our protesters who are on the front lines of making a difference in our community, making sure that they have support too. Thank you for that. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So let's close out. Okay. And we'll take some breaths. But would you like to guide us out of our brave space today? Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, the invitation is for us to find a comfortable way to be in our bodies. Um, And that could be sitting up or it could be um, lying down but to just get comfortable and to take a few deep breaths after we've gained a little bit of comfort in our bodies. And so take a deep breath in 
and breathe in through your nose and then an audible sigh out. And another deep breath in and an audible sigh out. And let's do this one more time. And this time, if you're feeling that your shoulders are kind of up towards your ears, let's move them up, back, and down. And take another deep breath in. And an audible sigh out. Now the invitation is just to breathe naturally. So don't force the breath. And as you're breathing, just take notes of what you around you, hearing birds, maybe you're hearing someone in the other room, maybe you've got something in the oven and the oven timer is going off, I'm not sure, <laughs> but just take note of the noises and soak everything in as you breathe in and you breathe out. Now take note of any smells that you may have around you. I have some flowers on my dining room table that I can smell. Maybe you smell your dog. Maybe you smell something that you have cooking. And so take note of those smells as you breathe in and as you breathe out. And take note of how your body feels, how your bottom feels on whatever it is that you're sitting on, how your back feels up against the chair or on the floor. And just breathe in and out. Deep breath in and a deep breath out. And this time breathe into your body. And as you breathe into your body, I want you to breathe in hope. And I want you to breathe out anything that isn't serving you in this, this moment. And so we're just gonna do that two more times before we close, just breathe in hope. And breathe out anything that's not serving you. And last time, breathe in hope. And breathe out anything that's not serving you. And now, um, if you feel ready, you can just start to flutter your eyes open and take note of your surroundings. Thank, thank you. you. That was lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed being here with you. Yes. I love these conversations. And today I really loved having you. So thank you for your time. And I'm sure this won't be the last time we chat. I hope not. I'm sure it won't be either. Though. I know. <laughs>
I just can't get enough of you. Oh, <laughs> good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. And thank you for this. Thank you for what you're doing. This is so awesome. Oh, good. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> these, I'm learning so much, you know, like, I always tell people, I know one thing, well, I know like two things, how to love people and how to provide yoga, but you know, mm. everyone else has a gift too. And I consider this a way for people to shine that gift too and share it with, with the community. So Aww, yes. thank you. <laughs> thank you. And right. enjoy the rest of your day. Get out, do your you walk too. and enjoy your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I just love how Johnette encourages us to take the day moment by moment. Although she wears many healing hats and it can be overwhelming at times, she always remembers to use the resources that she encourages us to use. The work you should do should energize you and bring you joy, and Johnette is such a great example of that. There is a true need for people to find relief from the economic, physical, and mental trauma in the world right now. So we encourage you to find the resources that you need. There are ample amount of resources being unused right now. Let's take initiative right now. All right, friends, that's it for today's episode of the Brave Space podcast. And remember what Johnette said, if you want to take a nap, take it. If you want to watch TV, do it. <laughs> we encourage you guys to take what you need. And next week, don't forget to tune in for another episode. We are featuring another brave guest. Her name is Ashley Mangan, and she is the owner of My Fair Lady Shop. Y'all, it's an episode you don't want to miss. And you know what? You don't really want to miss any of the episodes. So don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe so that you can always be in the know of the latest, greatest episode. All right, friends, stay brave.